welcome back to the sweet life of Zach and Cody. What's up, you fucks? Colin Hunter, read the internet, we're back. I don't even know what episode it is, but we are fucking back, baby. This is episode 10. How about that? Double, Double digits. digits. That's what I'm talking about, dude. The big 1-0. Remember big turning 10 years old? I do. That shit was, that shit was mad tight. I went and saw Spider-Man. It was a good-ass night. Dude, we had, like, a magician at school, and uh, he was like, anybody have any birthdays today? And I was like, fucking me? And he called me out, and he's like, oh, fucking, uh, how old are you going to be? I'm like, 10. He's like, oh, big double digits. Like, you know, lot, lots more responsibility. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, whatever. This dude doesn't get any pussy. But he was right. <laughs> a lot I mean, more responsibility. Man, not been immediately when I turned 10, but uh, them double digits will fucking get you. They will, man. If you make it to triple digits, you were, it's kind of like the inverse. You, you don't really have any responsibilities anymore. Yeah, I know. And I think um, like if I got to that age, I mean, even if I was in like my 70s or 80s and I, you know, would hopefully be, um, you know, just able to do everything on my own, I would still lie and be like, hey, I shit my pants. Come over here and... <laughs> Clean me up. I'm going to keep watching the, my fucking shows. What's the age at which kids can stop shitting their pants? Like, Oh, like when it's... Uh, like normal? Like when they shouldn't shit their pants anymore? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'd think like... <clears throat> um, like fucking three? Like a year after diaper training, right? Or potty training or whatever. I mean, you may have yeah. some piss accidents, but shit accidents, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you get more of a warning with the shit. I mean, we had a whole episode about shitting our pants, so we're really not... Like, Pretty on at, brand here. Not really at liberty to say when you can and can't shit your pants, because <laughs> I do. It's, that's, yeah. I have fair before. warning, and I'm like, I can definitely drive home. Oh, uh, dude, I've had... Um, Three people tell me they shit their pants at work. I'm really? Like, All right. You fire them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. You can't shit your pants at work. How old are you? you? Gotta... Fucking go home. Don't come back. Yeah, dude. Don't don't fucking come back. Jesus. Yeah, then I would Not... send out like an email to the whole organization, and be like, yeah, shit boy left today. <laughs> shit boy. Shit boy had one too many scoops of fiber one. <laughs> a lot of it has been like medication, like that they're on or something. Probably to really? get rid of the yeah, like some of them, like I don't know, I don't ever ask about the medications, but taking muscle relaxers and just easing up a little too much, I think. <laughs> I think it's to get over the fucking narcotic addiction. Yeah, like, cut the edge off a little bit, smooth those edges out. Uh-huh. You get all Sm- fucking constipated when you're shooting age. Yeah, smoothing your fucking jimmies out. <laughs> Starching those suckers. Goodness. So, I mean, yeah, we're back uh, with shitting pants. Clearly, yeah. Uh, so this is going to be a bit of a recap episode, kind of. It's been been a couple days since uh, our last episode, so we're just going to go through some of the more notable highlights of the latter half of the year 2020 society man what's been going on shit's been happening 
The Lakers uh, won the finals. That's really all uh, I've cared about, I think. Yeah, dude. And they look pretty good this year, too. Big Trez. I'm a big fucking Montrez Harrell guy. I've hated him uh, with the, the Clippers. Clippers. But he's like, he's like a guy that's easy to hate. And then when he gets on your team, you're like, fuck yes. Like, I know a lot of other people are going to hate this. And Yeah, I, I love him because people are going to hate him a lot. He's just such like a hard-nosed fucking player. And He's like a Draymond, I think. That's kind yeah, of his like game. he runs his fucking mouth. He can back it up. He can do a lot of shit. Great defender, and like when, pretty yeah, solid, good rebounder. Yeah, and when you see him playing like against your team, you're like, I hate this fucking douchebag. But then yep. when he's out there on the bench, like heckling the other team, you're like, dude, I love this guy. I would lay my fucking life on the line for him. I couldn't believe the Clippers <clears throat> gave him up. I thought they would definitely re-sign him. Dude, I can't believe the Clippers blew a, a 3-1 lead and they were up by like 30 in the third quarter. <laughs> that was to the Nuggets, right? Yeah. Dude, they went crazy. I'm changing changing the name of the podcast from Colin Hunter read the internet to Paul George gives me really bad secondhand embarrassment. Dude, he's that he fell off after he left the Pacers super fucking hard. Uh, not entirely true because his first year in um or what one year in Oklahoma City he was like top three MVP candidate i do believe and i mean he played uh i mean he always plays good but like when the playoffs come it's just when you call yourself playoff p dude i mean bad shit starts to happen people are gonna fucking notice Mm -hmm. but if you weren't like oh wait till playoff p comes out and then you play like shit like you're making yourself a target but i always liked him uh when he was in indy yeah i mean he was like, when you have a fucking team from Indiana that's taking LeBron and the Heat to the Eastern Conference Finals, like, seven fucking games, dude. And even not those series, but, like, just a regular, you know, playoff series. Like, they were always giving him a hard time. And, uh, yeah, big Paul George guy during that. And uh, Most definitely. Now he plays for the Clippers, so fuck him, feed him fish heads, you know? That's what they say, man. Dude, LeBron dropped like 46 the other night. It was uh, were, last night. Yeah, people were talking about he's fucking washed. Like, are you kidding me? In the NBA? So I, I honestly who- never saw people say that. Like, it was probably like fucking Colin Coward or like Bill Simmons yeah. just struggling for views. And they were like, hey, LeBron is fucking terrible, guys. And then, <laughs> you know, they get paid because they get more clicks or whatever, but... I just, like, never heard that, and then LeBron was like, washed king, washed king. I'm like, who said that? <laughs> I'm a Lakers fan before anything, and I've never been, like, a huge LeBron <laughs> guy. But, I mean, he uh, he just says and, like, does shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, where did that – who said when that? When he acts like he reads books. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Hey, it's me, LeBron James. I'm going to open this book that I definitely read. Yep. Because somebody asked him about that. I think it was during the the bubble. He was reading the Malcolm X like autobiography, and like I had just bought that around the same time. And uh, 
they're like, so LeBron, like, you know, we saw you reading this book about Malcolm X and, you know, in the age of like, uh, social injustice and social unrest, you know, what do you take from this book? And he's like, yeah, you know, he was, uh, he's a smart guy. They're yeah. like, yeah, but you know what, from his life, you know, could you take and, uh, you know, just, you know, apply it to society today. And he's like, yeah, man, it was a book. It was over 100 pages, and he was pretty smart. <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, fucking forget that. Fucking comedy, dude. Sports ball has been good to us, though. It has, dude. There's been a lot, a lot of fun shit going on in sports ball. That's what it's all about. Lockdown didn't change a goddamn thing, and I'm happy for it. Dude, it made shit really interesting, in my opinion. Like, when teams get hit with COVID and, like, Players they... Yeah, and they don't, like, postpone the games. Like, I think that shit is fucking... They should never postpone a single game. Like, you should be bringing in, you know, nobodies or, you know, 45-year-old veterans. Like, nobody wants the game to get postponed if they were like, hey, we lost our entire roster, so... Fucking Allen Iverson is going to play tonight. It's like, get that going. Yeah, right. Put fucking Kareem out there. I want to see it. I want to see fucking Bill Walton out there again. I want to see Joe Theismann play quarterback again and get his shit split in half. Because not just basketball, like football too. Because you know if some guys that haven't played football for a while or never played pro football are out there, you know, some disgusting shit is gonna happen to someone's body and it's unfortunate but goddamn if it isn't entertaining you know let's get uh let's do that with ufc fighters let's get like ken ken shamrock in there with i don't know fucking francis Ngannou. Yeah. <laughs> francis Ngannou. <laughs> give him fucking just end it that would definitely kill him well off off rip i just thought of something um, have you seen the trailer for King Kong vs. Godzilla? Yeah. Who do you think wins that? King Kong, dude. They're gonna make King Kong win it. I I would pick Godzilla all day. I'm taking Godzilla all fucking day. But you know what's gonna happen is King Kong's gonna fucking rip his fucking mouth open or something. No, dude. They're gonna. Cause did you see the trailer? Like the storyline for it. Yes, like they're having they're like, a battle oh, with like all these ancient animals. Like King whatever. Kong, you've got to save the world, but King Kong will only listen to this little, to girl, little girl, and like he protects her and shit. So it's like a feel-good story, and they make Godzilla out to be the bad person, but it was the fucking Japanese who dumped a bunch of fucking radiation on this iguana, and now he's the size of like the sun. And they're like, oh, this is so bad. I'm like, you guys did it your fucking fault dude king uh godzilla he fucking wins but they're gonna make it a damn kids movie and either like mothra or like fucking mecha godzilla like a bigger a bigger enemy is gonna come up and it's gonna be king kong and godzilla have to fight him and then they're gonna like nod in fucking respect to one another and like go their separate ways because it's all about like some ancient like battle between the fucking lizards and the monkeys and that's yeah. why they hate each other so bad but then they're like oh yeah one thing of the prophecy we didn't mention is that they can team up and come together and beat this one thing and then they go their separate ways 
But like, no, dude, should be a five minute long. Like it should be as long as the trailer. Godzilla just hitting him with his fucking mouth beam, his laser beam thing. Yep. But I mean, that you know, was exactly these what fucking, I thought. These dumbass movies, dude. They're like, hey, it's gonna be about friendship and coming together, and we're gonna tie some sort of social justice movement into this while we're at it. I'm like, no, dude, I just want to see Godzilla beam the fuck out of everything. They're going to give fucking uh, King Kong Captain America's shield or some shit, like some fucking deck him out in an Iron Man suit. Like, yeah, I'm excited, and I hope... I don't know when it comes out, but I that's a movie that like I have to see in theaters. Oh, for sure. Was a big Godzilla guy uh, growing up. And... Uh, Thought King Kong. I never really fucked with King Kong, especially after he uh, like ripped that T Rex's jaw open or whatever. I thought that was pretty uncalled for, pretty brutal. Not cool, dude. Not cool, dude. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, sorry. I thought about that. Uh, we're talking about fighting. I thought about that. Oh. How about, uh, if we're talking about fucking fighting, Ryan Garcia, that was, uh, that fight happened pretty, pretty recently, but he fucking liver punched that kid and just sent him to the ER, like, good night. That was the craziest thing I'd ever seen, and like, I don't really watch boxing, but I follow Ryan Garcia on Instagram, and I love when he puts that, um, like that vest on people, and he just like rocks body shots at him. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, damn, this is crazy. And then when you see it, like, in action, like, without that thing on, because he hit him, and that guy, like, it looked like it didn't phase him for, like, a half a second. And then and he then just crumpled. You can see, like, his heart take another beat, and his heart's like, something happened. Like, hold on. He fucking hit the hard reset. Speaking of shitting your pants, dude, like, how would you not? When you get oh, hit you get like hit that. that hard? Right in the day, yeah, like in your fucking organs, dude. I don't know. I feel like my sphincter would be so fucking tight at that point. I'd be like, just seizing up. Yeah, and the crazy thing, like watching it, even in real time, like it doesn't look like the hardest hit you've ever seen, but it was like just so precise. And then that dude's legs just like fold. Oh. I'd rather get punched in the face like 20 times than, uh, there once yeah i would much rather get knocked out from a headshot than fucking liver. i mean like long term no i'd rather take the liver shot i guess i don't know what's more traumatizing but i imagine brain damage is probably worse than liver damage i mean but yeah but at least when you have one time brain just damage, give me the chin music dude you got brain damage you can forget you're not gonna forget that liver shot <laughs> that's a good point yeah so but, McGregor uh, got his fucking ass beat too. I didn't even watch that. I just saw the memes. I watched it and I was traumatized. Streamed it illegally. Shout out Dana White. <laughs> He's gonna stream this podcast illegally, and we're gonna lose so much money because we make a fuck ton of. We make us. so much money on this podcast, dude. I know, dude. It's nuts. Thought we had to do it. We started living lavishly, and we quit doing the pod because we had. Uh, surplus what? amount of money. Yeah, I got to make a couple bucks, so I had to make the pot again. Yeah, dude. Said. Yeah. Come out of retirement. Yeah, upper management needs to pay us reworker contract and shit. 
I digress a little, though. Can't let the people was... know the ins and outs too much. Yeah. Some things are better left unsaid. What else happened while we were gone? There was an election that happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, really normal. Nobody, there was no controversy, No nothing, uh, nothing had just a regular old election. Yep. Just, uh, just votes and just votes and counting yep. and mm-hmm. flipping back and forth to the news for some reason, even though you like really don't care. <laughs> I mean, watching the electoral votes pour in, watching that fucker on CNN fucking <laughs> never sleep. <laughs> it's like, dude, all he's doing is standing there and he's like, OK, now you see here that the state of Indiana is red and that's because Republicans won that and the Republican color is red. Like, dude, just shut up. (coughs) Just like live stream the the goddamn electoral map and let us, you know, just carry on. But they're like, you got to keep talking, bro. And like the star, yeah, like the star on fucking, Austin, Texas is a star because that's the capital of the state. <laughs> and if you're wondering what these lines are, those are borders. Like, dude, fuck. Just do it online so you know it right away. Who has never seen a fucking map before? I know. Like, that's a shit he was saying, dude. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck. And then the, I was just getting even more mad that they were making this man go through all this. And then I'm like, why am I watching this? I think they're making him go through it because you were watching it. Yeah, I know. I turned the channel and they're like, all right, he's done. Take a break. (laughs) Fucking Truman show. I feel that way sometimes though. You had any, uh, some simulation Truman show moments lately? Um, not really. That fucking Vladimir Putin video kind of freaked me out of him doing the TikTok fucking trend or whatever. Putin? Yeah, did you see that with his, like, fucking younger self? Is he real? I Like, it's swear, really him? I swear to God it's him, unless, like, it's a deep fake or something. It looks just like Vladimir but Putin. But Putin did, like, a TikTok dance? It wasn't a dance. It was, like, a trend thing where, like, uh... <coughs> I don't know. They always, like, play some fucking song, and then, like, it was, a. Uh, fucking i think like a simple plan song or something like that like a 90s punk rock oh um, the i'm just a kid thing yeah that's what it was are you, you know kidding talking about? me i know that yeah i know the song but i never saw like a putin thing it's him and he like ties his shirt in a knot and then like puts his hands on his hips and like kind of poses and it like flashes to a picture of him as a fucking teenager and like the same fit and pose and shit and like This is a simulation. Yeah, there's no way. That was catered to you, I think. That was your, that was your dimension of the fucking semi. There was a red fucking flag. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'd not seen that, and I'm. I spend. I I check TikTok like you know probably every day. A lot of wholesome content. Uh, nothing. Nothing to see there. Not at all a trap. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, my For You page is pure as could be, so there's no reason to look at it, anybody. <laughs> Set my my likes and my follows to private. I'm just going to stop talking. Don't Can worry about what I'm yourself. doing, dude. 
Yeah, I'm fucking incriminating myself. It's all normal. It's all very normal. So with uh, there was a uh, bombing that happened that kind of just fucking disappeared. Yeah, there. It was Christmas, but there was literally like nothing to fucking talk about. And then that somebody blew up like a block of Nashville, and everybody's like, "Yeah, still uh, nothing to see here. It's Christmas, everybody. Just move along." Like, oh, guess what? Trump didn't tweet a heartfelt Christmas message. You could focus on that. It's like, Jesus Christ. Gotta We're in the something. shitter, dude. We're in the fucking gutter. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I think about it, though, and like everything else, like it doesn't even matter. Like, if they did or they didn't, like, what the fuck is, what point does it make? Yeah, as if, like, the 2016 election was perfectly fine and the 2012 i'm sure was perfectly fine there's been manipulation i guarantee it for decades there was russia stuff going on in the 2016 when that was a big deal they were making right yeah well they just i mean that was nothing to do with the vote so that was like russia going on facebook and uh making like the fake people around trump (laughs) yeah making like all the fake things against like hillary or whatever and uh You know, people get to a certain age in their life where they're like, this is on the internet, and I hate Hillary Clinton, so what you got to do? You know, this is real. Let me share this to everyone. Yeah, share it with with my other dumbass fucking friends that this will now sway them to vote Trump. I'm not a hill dog advocate with that. uh, I think she's a total piece of shit person, too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the only person that I've ever liked, I guess, politically was... Andrew Yang, and I mean, not to say I liked all of his shit, but he was the only person that I was like, yeah, I could resonate with some of this. He's a gen. Or, yeah, I think he's just like a genuine dude. Now he's kind of a fucking uh, Democrat shill, I think. But I think he yeah, was he's still, a, like a pundit now. Yeah, but on motherfucking. He's running for mayor in New York. Do you see that? Yeah, you got to get your nipples pierced to do that, though. Oh no, wait, that's the governor, isn't it? Never mind. <laughs> God. What do you think of uh, the Donald getting banned from Twitter? What's your What's your take on that? Um. So, based on the fact that pretty much solely because of that video, he got impeached, right? Like his failure to tell, quote unquote, his supporters to leave the Capitol building and to like quit fucking rioting and shit. He essentially encourage them right he started off the message by saying that the election was stolen and just like getting them more fired up and shit yeah he's like you're very um, special go home we all love you and we're very we proud love you. of you you're very special yeah jesus christ these are like insurrectionists literally um i think because of that being grounds for the impeachment that's going on i would say i i think they're within their right to re- remove him from their platforms like and that's private the too ep- like what? it's it's a privately owned like platform it's a business and yeah and maybe have the right to refuse any customer outside of discriminatory reasons for any reason like we yeah. just refuse to not serve you you sorry we just decided you're not gonna have a fucking twitter account and it's not a freedom of speech thing like i don't think i think that's kind of a bullshit claim to make to say that in the 21st century having a twitter account is freedom of speech like no if you're violating that private company's policy of terms of service you can't fucking use it that's how 
laws and rules work for private companies like yeah stupid. and i disagree i think with like the decision ultimately but like we're saying it's uh like a private business and they can be like yeah we don't we don't want you here it's like if you're fucking take your shirt off in a bar and they're like get the fuck out and yeah i mean he kind of took his shirt off they told him to put it back on and he put it on his head or something you know it's fucking <laughs> he's like all right i'll get put it back on out. and then he puts it back on his head and they're like get out he's like you didn't specify <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i didn't really care uh initially and now i care more just because after it happened, there was, like, a thread of, like, Oz's best tweets. And it was mostly before he was president. But, uh, I mean, he was he was a good fucking Twitter account to follow. Dude, that's what I was thinking is, like, the only thing I feel bad about with him not having a Twitter account <clears throat> is the fact that I don't get any more Donald Trump tweets. And, obviously, when you become president or, like, a political figure, maybe you should think about it a little bit more and I don't think he did but we'll always have you know the the pre-presidency tweets and I'm forever grateful for the times times we shared on that with him and for some reason I think this is like me just making shit up in my head but like I've been on Twitter for fucking 10 years now and I was thinking for some reason that he like interacted with one of my tweets. No shit. Because when they banned him, I was like, did he? I was like, he interacted with one of my tweets. I have no evidence other than just like a thought in my head that like, did he do this? But I, I don't, did. I fucking highly doubt he did. But he responded to, to somebody and they were like talking shit to him on there. And he responded. And I don't think he responded to people very often, like ever. But... They were like calling him all kinds of shit. And he's like, yeah, you're a dumbass. And he's like, you still follow me around like a little puppy. And he was like trolling the fuck out of this dude. I was like, damn, bro. Like, can't we just go back? Or when he was always <laughs> talking about free, uh, Diet Coke. He was like, yeah, Diet Coke fucking is terrible. He's like, they're unhappy with me. And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to keep drinking it anyways. <laughs> He would just get on there and fucking, like, brain puke. Dude, I got, you gotta send me that thread. I gotta, I gotta go relive some of his tweets. I'll look through it, but, dude, there's, like, some certified gold shit in there. He was doing talk- with the, uh, the Robert Pattinson, like, Kristen Stewart, like, relationship. Yes. And he was like, I told, I told Robert many times that Kristen was no good for him. And he's like, now look at what happens. He's like, oh, well, he's still like a very young, handsome uh, man. You know, he'll, he'll get back out there. But like, he was so invested in it. And I it was know. like, he was his publicist. He's like, I told him fucking 10 times. This is no good. <laughs> oh, my God. I let's do, I let's do, thread. let's do a, like a five second moment of silence for, uh, for his Twitter account. And what was, let's start now. Alright, that was Probably truly that time. truly inspirational. I mean I I needed it. And yeah, I think I'm gonna take some more time after this. Yeah, I'm gonna take a bath, I think, and just 
reminisce. Sit, sit there until the lights off and get deep into thought. But like, that's one thing. You know, when he was president, that was a a whole different thing. And I'm not saying I'm a Trump supporter either, but like his tweets before, I mean, even while he was fucking president, he said some some shit, especially during the campaign. Like he made Ted Cruz like his <laughs> his little Dobby. Dude, like he, I cannot believe the way Ted Cruz just curled up and fucking healed for that man. He was just like turned into his fucking bitch. Yeah. 100%. And he's always on, uh, not always, but he went on, I think he was talking about, maybe it was Harry Styles, like, wearing, like, a blouse, like, a women's blouse, talking about, uh, that's, like, men need to be more masculine. And I'm not to say what anybody is supposed to do. Like, Harry Styles can do whatever he want. But you can't talk about being masculine when Trump, like, did that to you on a daily basis for months, maybe even over a year. And just absolutely dog walked you like a fucking Yeah, and then he bitch. fucking would have licked his fucking toe jam if he'd asked. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck you make me sick. And he liked porn on nine eleven. Incest porn on nine eleven. People forget that. Ted Cruz. And he's you know the fucking Zodiac killer. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Nobody knew the Zodiac Killer thing until Trump said his dad was a Zodiac Killer, though. That's the thing. <laughs> you said your dad was a Zodiac Killer, your wife's an ugly bitch, like you're a little fucking spineless pussy, and then he's like, okay, <laughs> you're right. Hey, my wife isn't that ugly, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my wife isn't a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's... There were some very good times. A lot of bad times, too. But, uh, you know, we reminisce on the good things. And uh, what what other, what other side of the political spectrum you're on, I mean, I think we're all in the middle when it comes to the Donald's old Diet Coke tweets and shit. I mean, how can you? How can you not? How could you not? He had a tweet to Mac Miller about, I'm sure he sued him over his fucking track or whatever. Um but just like <laughs> he tweeted like at little Mac or like little Mac Miller has a big boy lesson to learn. <laughs> He'll be hearing from my lawyers soon or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He would just, he would like find out about shit. His like, his legal team was probably like, Hey, this dude up and coming rapper made this song called, it's called Donald Trump. And you know, it's kind of almost praising you in a way. But, you know, it still has, like, your name and your likeness. Like, what do you want to do? And he's like, you know what? Thanks for letting me know. I'm going to get on Twitter. <laughs> God damn it. That's amazing. Or the Fun one times, about dude. him and Jon Stewart, dude. What? Little Jon Stewart's a pussy or something like that. You didn't see that? No. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, we'll have to look it up after. John Stewart has a fucking like bit about it, where he talks about it like on stage somewhere, um, saying like it was like two fifteen in the morning, and this was like when Trump was running for president, I think. Um, not when the tweet happened. The tweet was like twenty thirteen or twenty twelve or some shit. But um, when John Stewart was talking about twenty sixteen, he was saying I forget why, but Donald Trump just or uh, John Stewart made fun of his name or something, or was like just like mocking him on Twitter, and he like. 
got into a thread argument or whatever and donald trump like replying to random people he's like little john stewart's a pussy <laughs> you could never like oh i forget but we got you got to look it up it's fucking comedy though just how reckless people were on twitter back then and like donald trump having no filter it's fucking amazing do you think um baron trump is gonna go to the nba yeah dude i think he'll be a guard he'll be a like a fucking lamello ball out there yeah i mean uh donald is like six five or some shit and i think uh melania seems tall or like a little taller like for an average uh like the average woman yeah she was a model so usually yeah usually they're they're taller yeah fucking baron dude there's a picture of them like baron donald and melania like walk into the fucking chopper or something like that it baron just looks fucking huge dude (laughs) i'm like bro i hope you guys are going to fucking the lakers training camp right now how old was Trump when he had Baron? Like fucking sixty. I think sixty-five or some shit. Yeah, I think when Trump uh, went in office, Baron was like ten or twelve because people were saying shit about Baron, like on Twitter, and they're like, "This is a fucking ten-year-old. You got him, weirdos." Uh-huh. And Trump was what, like fucking seventy-two when he got elected or something. So I mean, yeah, yeah. he was pretty old. That, like, the likelihood of, like, defects in children increased after, like, 40 by a lot. Yeah, Baron's effects was being fucking freakishly tall. Being the next Boban. Yeah. Hey, the, the Trump pump is still fucking working, though. Apparently good for him. What else what happened, else dude? Has happened, yeah. Yeah, Here let's say go. we've been talking about reminiscing on the, the good old days. We could have a whole episode of just reading Donald Trump's tweets and laughing. I would do a sp- I would do a special on that. A little thirty minute guy. We'll look into that. Um. Uh, there has been that, some notable deaths, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Alex Trebek. That one. That one hurt. Pretty bad because. They were always tweeting videos, or like he was, and was like, hey, it's me, Alex Trebek, you know who the fuck I am. Uh, he's like, just want to let everybody know that I was diagnosed with this cancer. He's like, we're going to fucking fight through it, you know, other people have it worse than me. Like, we're going to keep keep going together as a team. And I'm like, dude, I feel, one, very emotional, but two, heavily involved. And like, he would just keep posting updates and shit. And then like, when it happened, I was like, no, dude. So brutal, man. I thought he was doing well. He was, and then, I don't know if you read when it happened, but it was, like, the day that he uh, passed away. I think there was, like, a few bad days, and he always said that he wanted to die, like, next to his wife, like, watching the sunset. And I guess uh, him and his wife were, like, sitting outside watching the sunset, and then... uh, he fucking went inside and went to sleep and, like, didn't wake up. I was like, God damn, dude. Are you kidding me? That's, like, the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard. It crushed. It crushed me, bro. Like, I liked Jeopardy as much as the next guy, but uh, when that shit happened, I was like, damn, dude. Man. 
fucking uh, real he was he was so fucking funny dude just like one-liners on the show yeah he would always body people like real subtly but yeah he would always uh body people like real subtly on there and like you wouldn't even think anything of it and you're like, like takes about you like the... 10 seconds you're like damn he just fucking ripped him <laughs> that one famous one of like the nfl shit where it was like all contestants just missed like five straight questions and he was like you guys don't watch football huh some, some shit like it's funnier than that <laughs> it was funnier than what i said trust me yeah, you gotta be there uh, fucking Larry King just died too. That sucks. I don't even know how he died. I mean, I know he was like fucking eighty-seven, but that just kind of happened. Yeah, I didn't. I've never heard about him being sick or anything. Just you know, being fucking older than dirt and looking like Larry King. You just kind of assume there's a little bit of a timer on that one. For his age, I think he looked okay because my entire life he looked exactly like he did when he died. <laughs> so I think at one point in time when he was like, I don't know how old am I, like 25? He was like 87? So yeah, I mean, when he was in like his 60s and like 70s, I looked at him, I'm like, damn, this motherfucker looks like shit. But then like, Dude, you know, towards the end of his life, I saw him, I'm like, he still looks the same. So I think maybe it caught up with him and he looked like, you know, a normal age person but i mean you know he was like ripping cigs and shit his whole life i mean that's what all old people did you know yeah drinking fucking a lot of liquor i'm sure yeah cheating on your wife he had eight wives no shit i mean not at once but he was married eight times yeah. that's but, uh, fucking miraculous he's one of the only people that i could think of that looks like he had already been like uh dead embalmed or whatever oh called. yeah <laughs> This is a makeup, dude. He just looked like he has—he was like ready for his own funeral. He could just crawl into the casket at any time and be like, "Oh fuck, he's dead." Like, do you watch um, "It's Always Sunny" ever? I have. Yeah. Have you seen? The, there's an episode where Frank, uh, Danny DeVito, for those mm-hmm. of you uncultured idiots, um, he puts on like a beauty pageant for like little girls, and he's the host of it or whatever. And he has a um, like a like a funeral home director do his makeup for the show, <laughs> and he had like a really he like broke his nose and like his nose got infected. So like by the time of the show, he looked he looked really fucked up. And then the makeup like made him look like a fucking dead person. Like he was like ghost white. But that's what I think of. Like he looked fucking embalmed, like Larry King. That's fucking funny. If you haven't seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I mean, fucking grow up and watch it. That is like an all-time show, just for. It is the the all-time like show. TV like TV comedies. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes it's like hard to get past like the first season or two, but it's because the first season or two they literally didn't have a budget, so <laughs> they were shooting off of like a fucking Motorola Razor. So, but I love it. It's like the funniest show ever. Quality. I probably said it before, but I don't remember a word I said yesterday. So what the fuck do you think I'm going to remember something I said last year? Would you, uh, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Uh No, you go for it, dude. You got it. 
you uh you got any good books recently i started I, i'm kind of proud of us we have uh, been reading a little bit i've been reading uh let's see i just read the matthew mcconaughey book and that's really good and if you don't uh if you don't read a lot it's like really easy like there's not a lot of fucking words on the page and like it's written by matthew mcconaughey and he's it's not really an autobiography he talks about like his life experiences in order and like what he learned and how he applies it to like other things and it was just really fucking good to see how he thinks and shit um yeah i mean i loved it it was pretty awesome he's an interesting dude and he's had a lot of life experiences i didn't mean to read that i listened to the uh joe rogan podcast or at least part of it with him on there and he kind of talked about the book some like that kind of sounds like fucking matthew mcconaughey's life philosophy like yeah doing what he's um, good at and shit yeah there's a lot of good stories in there i also have been reading this book about the rape of nan king and that's uh what it's called the rape of nan king and it's just like another atrocity that happened recently not like recently recently but like right before world war two years yeah that people forgot about or i mean in this case japan and china both were like yeah this didn't fucking happen shut the fuck up uh and people are so focused on like the holocaust and all of that and we dropped the sun on japan twice so i mean there was a lot a <laughs> lot more going on but in like the short um the short period of time that it happened like to scale and like what they did the author said it's like worse than the holocaust those are not my words so if that fucking offends you <laughs> do not say anything to me find out who the fucking author is i think her name is iris chang tell her you heard it here first guys cole said the holocaust is not that bad <laughs> yeah that is what i said but uh, that was good. I read, um, it was one of the audio books that you shared with me since we share an Audible account. Uh, share yep. books with your homies, you fucking idiots. Um, it was about, like, uh, nihilism and the meaning of life. And I was just kind of like, it was like in the middle of lockdown for me. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is the meaning of everything? <laughs> So I listened to it, and it was like a Holocaust survivor, and he was telling these horrible experiences because the Holocaust was bad. And um, good recovery. Then at the end of it, he was like, "Yeah, so uh, you know, all things considered, I'm fucked me up pretty bad being a Holocaust survivor. Everything that I saw fucked me up pretty bad, but uh, you know, I survived, and I had a wife and kids, and like that's the meaning of life. Hope you enjoyed the book. <laughs> and that was like." exactly what i didn't want to hear because he taught the whole book he just talks about his experiences and then at the end he was like so basically this entire time i was struggling to find meaning in all this whether i should kill myself when i was in the camps or when i got out because i saw the worst of what people can do to other people and you know this and that and the other and i was like okay where's this going because i was at the point where i was like yeah the meaning of life for people is they lose their meaning of life, so they have kids. And then they're like, oh, I have something to do now. And that's the exact same fucking path that this dude went down. And I was like, I've wasted so much goddamn time listening to it. 
And he's like, yeah, just have kids. If you survived the Holocaust, just have kids. If you didn't, just have kids. It'll, it's all the same. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Having kids biologi- biologically hacks your genetics to make you happy. It's kind of bullshit. Kind of bullshit. I fucking can't do it. Nope. I I'm think, going uh, AI. Fuck it. Those are like the most notable things I've read. What have you read? Have you fucking um, done any of that? I fi- yeah, I finished. Um, was that most recent? If it bleeds, most recent Stephen King book. I don't know if I talked about that or not. You're a that big was, Steve uh, King guy. Dude, I love Stephen King. I like being fucking scared. And he has he always gets really good uh, narrators for audiobooks, which makes it more fun. Ooh, I guarantee I it. Listen, I hadn't thought of that. I used to listen that shit in uh in the car or like when I when I had like a desk job where I could sit there and just like listen to shit all day. It's what I would usually listen to. That was pretty good. There was like three stories in there. I think they're making like a Netflix adaptation out of one. Um <clears throat> the other part to it did you watch The Outsider on HBO? Oh my god, did I? What a show. The uh, part two of that book was um, about The Outsider. It was a secondary, it was like a, a sequel to it or whatever with Holly. It's cool. Oh shit, I'll have to check that out then. Um, yeah, so basically there's there's more than one fucking boogeyman or whatever, according to oh, Stephen King. Yeah. Well, I'm interested. Um... Steve King's books are scary, and to me they're scarier when you find out that he wrote them in, like, 16 hours on just a huge coke bender. Yeah. He's like, okay, done. Like, that's the, <laughs> that's the scariest part for me is the actual reality of it all and what he did. <laughs> like, how, how he did it. It's like how you Dude, find out, be- like, murder's bad, but then when you find out how they actually did it and it's much worse. <laughs> I, you have to be really fucked up to make some of the stories he did. I can't imagine. I want to know how long it took him took him to write The Stand, because that shit's insanely long. Have you read or seen um, Gerald's Game? No. It's, uh, it's on Netflix. It's a movie. I think it's, like, shorter. I mean, if there there is a book, it's got to be fucking shorter, because it's, like, not a whole lot. But, I mean, he was, like... He had some weird ass thoughts, bro. Like yeah, he did. in uh, the book, it they have like a like a child orgy. What? Yeah, like what the fuck is the point of including that, dude? Just talk about the clown. <laughs> He's like, oh, by the way, they were fourteen and they all fucked. <laughs> like, dude, just say they were fourteen. <laughs> Like he's got That's some shit up. up there, dude, and sometimes he just yeah. needs to keep it off the fucking paper. <laughs> so, uh, also reading Dune, which is uh, it's like a sci-fi novel kind of. It came out in like the '60s, but it's pretty dope. I I'm I'm a big nerd for fucking sci-fi shit. So, yeah, I love sci-fi movies, but just books, some big like non non-fic. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know why. I guess it's just my, uh, my passion to learn. You like learning shit, you know? I forget it all anyway, so it's not important. Well, not true, I guess. I don't know. I forget shit. I forget a lot of shit, and then I remember shit that I forgot. I'm glad at the amount of things that I do forget, though, because, like, there's things that I see, like, on the internet that... 
I just want to forget, like the fucking Bernie meme. <laughs> that was, like, that fucking, what people did with that meme of him sitting in a chair with his arms folded and his leg crossed, dude, that made me, like, more upset than the people that thought, like, the the election was, like, rigged. Because they were talking about that, like, oh, it's fucking rigged, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how are you people so mad about this? Like, there's nothing to say it was. And then, like, the Bernie meme shit came out. And I'm like, I'm as mad as they are now. I understand. This is fucked up. Yeah, this is stupid. Uh, one random fucking thing that just popped in my head. I forget what we were talking about that made reminded me of it. But, um, have you seen what's that series on Netflix? Like After You Die or some shit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that uh, is that the Ricky Gervais thing? No, it's like a six part series. Uh, Rob had me watch it. Shout out Robbie Boyles. Um. And it's just basically talking about, like, people with near-death experiences or people that, like, basically die on, like, an operating table or whatever and, like, the shit that they see. And uh, there's been, like, increasing scientific research around it because no one can really explain, like, how they have those experiences, basically. That's, like, real or that's, like, a... No, it's real. Yeah. It's, like, a docu-series? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'll check her out. Um, But... Just one thing I wanted to talk about, because I wanted to see what you fucking thought about it. Um, so when people die, like, for example, this lady said, like, she was having surgery. And there was, like, you know, a bunch of surgeons around her and shit. And she died on the table, like, coded, flatline, no heart activity, no brain activity. Straight up dead, right? For, like, 40 seconds. So when there's, like, no brain activity, I'm thinking, like... There's literally no synapses being fired. Like, your brain's essentially, like, wasted space now. Like, it's not doing anything. Yeah, it's um, a little... How could little you football. come... Yeah, how could you come out of that, you know, being in that state for 40 seconds and come out of it and have a memory of anything and have it not just be black? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good if point. There's an, if there's like if you're still conscious so if you're unconscious on the table but you die and you're now aware you're now conscious again well don't they say that your shit works for like a few minutes after that or did they prove that that was like uh just a facebook tale i'm not sure or like you could fucking see for like seven seconds after your head gets cut off or some shit yeah i don't know um i'll preface my response by saying uh, there's this tweet that I saw one time that I thought was really funny that said, what if you woke up in the middle of open heart surgery and your surgeon was wearing true religions? <laughs> That's my, the mean potatoes of my response. Uh, the other sides of my response would be, I don't know. And I've never thought about it that way before. And that's very interesting. Like the, um, the four-year-old that like died and said he saw God and they made like a huge book and like a movie about it. And they're like, yeah, let's trust this fucking four-year-old <laughs> whose brain shut off. He knows exactly what he's talking about. We're fucking multimillionaires now. Yep. So yeah, I never thought of it that way. And I think that is interesting. And so are you just calling these people liars? 
No, I, I'm actually kind of swayed by their uh, voicing their opinion. Like, I'm not saying that they didn't have those experiences because there's a, like, they get on, like, the leading researchers, apparently. I didn't fucking look up any of this, so I'm going based on whatever they told me in this documentary. But uh, basically saying, like, there's a lot of people that like have near-death experiences that share, like, about 20% of them say they have an experience, like, while they were dead. Which is I'm, interesting. Um, maybe maybe that's the twenty percent that are like getting an afterlife, and hell is actually just ceasing to exist. I'm a believer in like the quantum immortality thing. I think I talked about yeah. that before too, and that's basically yep. <clears throat> people have a near death experience, or it's just something like you're driving one day, and an eighteen wheeler crosses over in your lane, and then at the last second they get back over, and nothing happens. And then they go home, and I just saw something about this the other day. Like, this guy had an experience like that, and um, he went home. And, like, ever since then, like, his wife laughs differently and, like, some <laughs> other things. So I think that that um, – I believe in that. And I think maybe what those people wake up and experience in the near the near-death experience or whatever could be them going from, like – the dimension where they died to the one that they're in now like what they wake up in or whatever so maybe it was just like them fucking zipping through space and time and they see some shit and then they come out and they're like damn i can't explain what just happened and they're like yeah it's because you fucking you jumped realities dingus yep i was thinking about that that, because uh when trey and i got in that car wreck it was like Certain death you for me. Died. Yeah. yeah, it was literally certain death if it would have hit in front of the tire, but it didn't. And I remember when it happened, the fucking telephone pole was like right there next to me, and then it felt like the car. We were going sideways into a pole, and then it felt like the car, like, lunged forward, and then hit behind the tire. So I was thinking about that, and that happened fucking almost 10 years ago so i don't really remember details of what's different i'm sure if it would have happened today i'd be noticing every little detail but uh i was thinking about that i was like damn what if what if that happened that would be fucking crazy i just went to work that day after that like nothing fucking happened i didn't have a lot of time to think of what was real and what wasn't (laughs) but there may be a timeline where you're uh fucking i died and uh you're we don't have a podcast. sad about it forever, and you're fucking, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or you moved on. Who knows? You better not have, you son of a bitch. Uh, I, I think 2019 would have been my last year, buddy. Yeah. I, th- I, I could give it another, let me see. That was, what, 2012? 20... Or 2013. 2011 or 2012. No, it 2012. 2012. Summer. Yeah, I could probably make it through college without you, but after that, it was probably game over. Do you have to look at the calendar and figure out when you would have fucking killed yourself? Yeah. It's like, hmm, uh, it, wouldn't really been, to... it wouldn't have been then because I was about to go on that fucking vacation, and it wasn't that weekend because I had to pull a double shift. It's like, when the fuck would it have been? <laughs> It was, like, shortly after Christmas. Yeah, when everything kind of just settles down and, like, nobody... Your family, like, 
who you were just in close contact with all throughout the holidays. It's like, all right, well, talk to you in two months when I realize I haven't talked to you for two months. Yep. See you later, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, really mind-bending thoughts. I'm going to have to watch that show. I finally started yep. um, Euphoria. I don't know if you've seen that. that. That's pretty good, yeah. Dude. I hate it because it's a great show, but I fucking hate it because, like, why does it always have to be high schoolers that are doing this shit that no Drugs. other high schooler has ever done? Like, why not make it, I don't know, college? Yeah. Like, why not go yeah. one step further? It's like, hey, here's uh, tits and asses and sex and everything of girls that are, you know, 25 in real life, obviously, but in the show, yeah. they're like, She's fucking barely legal, and here's her tits yeah. 30 times. I'm like, dude, I don't like to see this. Because uh-huh. in my head, they're fucking not as old as they are in real life. Like, they're the actual age of the character. Yeah. Because that's how good Making the show it, it is. Weird. I fucking believe it. Keep the orgies off the paper, Stephen King. Yeah, dude. Like, people just need to keep shit to themselves. We should end this on a uh, a positive note. Let's talk about the uh, the Super Bowl. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily positive for me. I didn't watch a lot of football this year, and this last weekend I said that the Packers and the Bills were going to win, and they did not. That's what I thought, too. I thought Packers and Bills were in. I'm not a fan of either team that's in the Super Bowl. But I think that I think that the Chiefs are going to win. But Tom right, Brady's old ass official. refuses let's to die. Let's get a pick of the week. Let's get a pick of the week. It's uh, line is minus three and a half Chiefs. The total at over fifty six and a half. Where are we at? What's the play, Cole? I would take. You said it's Chiefs minus three and a half. Yep. I I would take that. Kansas City. Lock it in, folks. And then you said the over-under is 56? 56 and a half, yeah. It's a lot what of points. That, what's that divided by two? I got I, th- I got to think of it like divided by two and then like, like think of like a three-point difference. A yeah, it's 28. Uh, it's 28 per, so then it could be like fucking 31 to... You're basically saying eight fucking touchdowns in this game. 31 to like 25. Damn, that is a lot, isn't it? Um, Tampa Bay has a pretty decent defense, if I'm not mistaken. So did the Bills. Fuck it, take the over, dude. Why would you take the under ever? <laughs> I don't bet right, a lot, but I've never bet the fucking under. The uh, play of the week, parlay, minus three and a half and over 56. It's a winner for sure. If it doesn't hit, don't talk to me. And if it does hit... Pay me, but don't send talk me to me. Send me my commission. Yeah, send me my fucking money. Don't talk to me. Just put the description in the Venmo. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the... Uh, that's it, bro. That's the fucking lock. Bet on the Lakers every opportunity you get, too. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, shit, buddy. I got nothing it's else It's been a good time. You. Yeah, it's yep. good, to, good to be back. That doesn't mean we're back, back, dude. That just means we did this, and maybe we'll do it again next week or in two weeks. Don't put us, don't put us on a, you know, 
on a calendar or anything or uh, some type of fucking routine. Like, we'll do it when we want. Don't put baby in a fucking corner. Yeah, don't do that, dude. Just fucking go on with your life. All right, folks. Until next time. Yeah, thanks for for listening. Even if you came back, thanks for coming back. If this is your first time, here it is. Welcome to the show. That's that's it. Welcome. Come at the Insta or the uh, Insta or the Twitter handle with any replies, or uh, you can come in our, our DMs. The DMs are open. So they are. In. They are. And if you haven't seen the picture of us kissing yet, smash the fucking like button. Hmm. All right. Au revoir, beautiful people. Love you, buddy.